You are now tuning into Cocktails, where our discussions are exactly how we like our martinis. Dirty. For the cocktail of the day, we will be preparing a no sex on the beach. And it's going to be very appropriate (laughs) for the conversation today. So here are the ingredients. Um, We're going to do 0.5 ounces of peach nectar. We're going to do 1.5 ounces of orange or pineapple juice. I probably would go with the pineapple juice. Um, 1.5 ounces of cranberry juice and one tablespoon of grenadine syrup. You also will add your vodka of choice. Mm. But it's going to be delicious. No sex on the beach. One <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> When you meet Mr. Wright. Okay, welcome back to Cocktails, everyone. Um, Today we have a special guest. Marsha is here, the author of No Girlfriends Allowed. Welcome. Hey, Thank you for having me. Hey, Marsh. Hey. I'm so excited. Medina actually knows her from way back. So tell us how you we know each other. Go, I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, we kind of go back, yeah. way back. From Peter Street days. Ooh. You know, like when you work. first started? Not when I first started because okay. when we, you didn't work at 255, you were at Spin. Spin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been there before. We used to be well, in when Spin. Spin opens. <laughs> It would just be us in there, just sitting yeah. It was at the always table. in there with no manager. Nothing. Like who? <laughs> now it's popping. When we started it, I mean, you know. So do a little icebreaker. We're gonna play a game. Um, this is gonna be thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds. So this is a game of questions. It's gonna be rapid questions. So you just, I'm gonna say this or that, and you say which one. Okay. Okay. It's gonna range from all types of questions. Lord Jesus. Okay, so here we go with this icebreaker, y'all. Okay, so Marcia, Meryl Streep or Denzel? Denzel. Pac or Biggie? Pac. Fox or CNN? Neither. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. What's your news source? Life. All right. <laughs> Nikki or Lil' Kim? Lil' Kim. Front or back? Hmm. Back. <laughs> Dogs or cats? Dogs. Cash or debit? Cash. Lights on or off? Uh, on. Okay. Three seconds. Mm, you both. LeBron or Kobe? Oh. LeBron. BT mm. or TV one? TV one. Trump or Obama? Obama. Okay, time's up. <laughs> oh, that was quicker than I expected. I know, Can you use right? us for another one? Yeah. <laughs> Put that in a little well, file. Well, she was quick with it. Right. Right. Are you like the reigning, uh, you know, family feud? Like, I champion? used to think I was going to do family feud or Jeopardy or, and Can growing it. up, I used to do those church kid the little bible like you have yeah. to pop up and do the scripture and i would be the first one like eh. yes. uh, <laughs> you were quick with it i'm impressed i'm, I'm I definitely know, right? impressed okay before we get to your book i just wanted to ask you if i remember correctly you used to dance with um the hawks the hawks yeah what was that experience like it was a great experience i'm glad social media wasn't what it is today why, <laughs> why? i'm just glad that we had an organic experience it mm-hmm. just seems like when I've tried to go out recently. It just seems like everybody's on their phone. Everybody's on Snapchat. Nobody's really enjoying the moment. We used to really have a good time. Really? I miss those times, guys. Is it hard to make the team? Yes. It is? Yeah. um, It's just a lot of competition. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a lot of girls that try out for Falcons and Hawks. I bet. And your body has to be in great shape. And yeah, and I mean, everybody was like the captain of their dance team, yeah. wherever they're from. So a whole team was captains. Pretty much. Oh, So do you mm. still got it a little bit? Like, can you still like pop it like you're <laughs> I was just saying I need to start going back to dance classes. I've been in the gym, though. You better get it. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've been in the gym, but I haven't 
dancing maybe a year. Now, I heard a little rumor. I don't know if it's true or not, but I know other women who have um, danced on professional teams. And they say that there's like a clause in the contract where that you can't. That you're not can't, supposed to talk to the players. Yeah. Right. I bet everybody true? always wants to know that. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So y'all can't even. Hi. You can't date the players on your team, but everybody else is like fair game. Oh, that's not like so bad. Team, yeah. Well, it depends on the team. Not every team is like that. I know Hawks oh. was. Some teams, I think you couldn't. Because I think my friend danced for OKC, and I don't think they were able to talk to anybody. They be wow. serious. They're like, look, ain't nobody about to be up in here making these basketball players lose the damn game. <laughs> right. Get your, get your ass Stay up. on the side. No distractions. <laughs> None. Smile and dance away. Okay, so no girlfriends allowed. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I am not going to lie. Like, I'm not finished reading it yet, uh-huh. but I started reading it about two days, and I'm almost finished. I'm more than halfway finished. Yay. Um, This book, at first, I was like, okay, I'm just going to read. You know, sometimes you're supporting your friends. You're like, I'm going to read it, and uh-huh. I probably won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, that's not the case. This is, like, the real deal. This is, like, the Beyonce of dating oh, guidebooks. No. <laughs> yeah, that's I need really... my copy. So, no girlfriends allowed. What What is it really about? Um, I'm going to be completely honest. Three years ago when I started it, it was after a breakup and I was just bitter Uh and hurt. And I was like, I'm never going to be a girlfriend ever again. We're going to abolish this term. I'm about to be the Abraham Lincoln and emancipate all the babies. (laughs) But, um, that's what it started. Mad, right? We all been there. This was like my little Adele album. Like, all right. And I was just in my feelings. And then when I revisited, I realized that it was a bunch of what went wrong, but nothing about like bringing it full circle. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was last year I revisited and I was like, you know, I want this to be more of a self-accountability book and a reflection of, mm-hmm. you know, when you saw the signs, when you mm-hmm. knew you should have walked away, like, you know better. Yeah. So no girlfriends allowed is more of a, let's put the purpose back into it because when girlfriend, the term started less than a hundred years ago, there was a purpose for it. It was, you know, a step towards marriage. Now it's just a step to shut you up so you won't talk about marriage. Mm-hmm. I really love that you come from that self-identifying like perspective because I think as women and just in general, we always want to play the blame game. We want to point the finger mm-hmm. when we're done wrong and everybody else is wrong, but we have no accountability ourselves. And then we start to see ourselves in these patterns. So, like, tell us just a little bit more about, like, your journey through, like, constructing this this book. Um, the book has actually helped me. <laughs> 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 like, seriously, because um, the accountability chapter is a chapter I wrote last, and it was after my last dating situation. Um, I don't really care if you – whatever. But um, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was dating somebody for a year, and, you know, most people would say it was a year too long, but mm-hmm. it, was, uh-huh. it was a year of me – literally seeing all the signs, watching everything happen, knowing when I should have walked away and me being quiet the whole time. Mm. I didn't argue with him. And was it in fear of losing him? Absolutely not. It was, can I truly trust myself? Can I truly trust my gut? The the gut that I always ignore, and that's how I end up in these patterns. That Mm. sounds familiar. Yeah, so it's it's like you can look back after your situation and say, man, I saw that red flag then. I should have walked away. This time... When I saw the red flag, I was like, duly noted. The next one, I was like, duly noted. And I noted, I literally wrote them all out. Mm-hmm. And I knew what he did in July, September, November, December. And mm-hmm. I listened to his lies. And I'm like, he's lying. I know he's lying. Mm-hmm. But that's the moment where I would convince myself, like, no, girl, you're tripping. 
because that's mm-hmm. what the guy wants you to feel like. Yeah, this is a very real moment. I think mm-hmm. every woman has been through that. And honestly, it's like, how do you decipher that? Because there's no perfect person. We know that there's no perfect person walking the face of this earth but how do you identify those true red flags like what was it that's what i liked about the chapter where you talk about the knowing the knowing it's that yeah. that's that gut it's your god-given instinct like mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it unction holy spirit whatever it is inside of you mm-hmm. it's something that and for everybody it might feel a different little different for me it's like a nauseous anxiety like it's just mm-hmm. so uncomfortable and I usually try to convince myself otherwise, but that's actually guiding me. So I learned to listen to it. And, and what happened is after a year, when everything came to light, I was like, I was right the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it gave me some type of freedom. Like, I feel invincible. So now it's like, I see dead people like, oh, I see you up, <laughs> boy. You know, it's like, I see it. <laughs> like, I can see it from a mile away now. And, and um. Now it's created a better dating experience for me because now when I'm dating someone, I'm like very intentional. I've always been intentional. But Mm -hmm. now when I see that we're not on the same page anymore, I address it. Well, doesn't look like we're on the same page. It was great. Great experience at a great time. We're going to go our separate ways. And now I'm more confident in it. And it's really that easy. Mm -hmm. So like, how does that conversation really go? Do you say the conversation was what happens? Can you lay it out? The conversation was bomb last week and I don't care if he hear it either. Um, (laughs) it, It was one of those things. Like I said, this has been a really great learning experience. Like you truly show me where I go wrong every single time I try this is the moment where I become, you know, a candidate and I campaign for myself of how great of a woman I am and how great we would be together. And I'm playing like a convincing game with them. And then that's when the dude is like, oh, well, let's just try it. And now you're with a guy who's not ready. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. And so there's nothing you can do with a guy that's not ready. Even with right. a woman who's not ready. Because I feel Anybody like sometimes I'm the woman who's not ready. And I'd be like. Ditto. Uh. <laughs> See, and I'm the woman that is ready. So when I presented it like that, he, he said. You know, I contemplated just saying, you know, let me just take her off the market, but I knew I wouldn't treat you right. Mm-hmm. So we were just able to have a real candid conversation, and it ended so amicably when usually you stick, both of you guys stick it out. He yeah. don't want it, and you want it, and then y'all end up hating each other, and you you cuss him out for no reason. It didn't even have to go that far. Well, mm-hmm. I commend him being honest because that's the problem a lot of times, like mm-hmm. you said. When they're lying, it's really hard to, like, you don't have any viable proof. So you're either going to go searching for it like me, because I will turn into the FBI <laughs> if I have to, mm-hmm. to yeah. get some type of validation out of that. And so. that's that's the part that the knowing what I was talking about, I didn't need that for the first time. For the first time, I didn't investigate. I didn't drive myself crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I protect my peace and my sanity above all things. And if I Preach. feel like you are in harm's way of my peace, you can go somewhere. Ooh. And so... <laughs> I like it. And so with, I like it a lot. So with that situation, I trust them. It taught me to trust my gut a hundred percent. And when with the situation where I dated the dude for a year, when the girl told me everything and the timelines added up, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I was like, Wait, the girl like called you? No. Oh. You know, new age Instagram. Oh DM. wow. She hit you up on DM. She DM'd me. Well, actually, cause I was I I'm the one that kind of um <laughs> You initiated that. I, I didn't initiate the DM. <laughs> what happened was he had posted a picture of them together on his birthday and I hadn't talked to him. That's when I had cut it. Oh. Cause I didn't know how to have that conversation. Like we're done. So I'm like a ghoster to a degree where I just okay. fade away and mm. stop calling. Um, this isn't in my opinion, good either. 
But when I saw he posted a picture, I, I, it was like he was so confident that we hadn't talked in a month that he could. And so I tagged both of them like, I wish y'all the best. I hope he treats you right. And so. Ooh, oh, that was that, that was, was real. <laughs> that was a real one. Just roll out the red Imagine carpet. seeing that in your comments after you <laughs> up here in a picture with your boo. Like, You're who like, is wait, this? Who is so why? how did she come at you? <laughs> she, I need to hear she this. Did how did she and she was like, you know, I've contemplated how I should respond because I don't know exactly you know, what you wanted as a response or what did you want. But the thing is... This is the girl. This is the girl. I know that she knew the whole time I existed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those situations where she just stayed she around. She was one of those girls that was fine with being cheated on. It's, well, she wasn't in a relationship with him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so she was like, you know, you you guys aren't technically together and neither are me and him. And if you want to still be around, I'm not going anywhere. There's Ooh, so many so, of those women. There's but you so know what? That's what that's what makes it hard for for women. For yeah. we make it hard for each You're other. I look right. at yeah. me. I listen to music and I love hip hop. I truly do. Me I too. do. But sometimes, I mean, it's the pulse of society. Like when you got Drake talking about, I'm gonna have two girlfriends like Lou Will, who was mm-hmm. a basketball player who had two girlfriends at the same time. And when you see women doing that, you see men in high places doing that. Now you got every dude out here trying to be Girl. Lou Williams. This but is not realistic. I actually had a conversation style. about that with somebody. I'm going to save that for my cocktail. <laughs> Let's not forget little Wayne. I want to F every girl in the world. And get AIDS, nigga. <laughs> like, like, I'm just and like, die. <laughs> doesn't sound um, like a good thing. It's making it hard for good women. Yeah. Like for just women in general, I'm just like, girl, like, let's just get I'm not saying I have the highest of the high standards, but let's mm-hmm. let's help each other right. out. Bro. And like that's real. Bit. And I've never been that woman, mm-hmm. you know, so I just um, like I just couldn't imagine what type of self-worth I have to have to say, oh, I'm not going anywhere. Girl, bye. Mm-hmm. So when she <laughs> said that, I was like, I'll make it easier for both of you guys. I'm out. Yeah. Like. Y'all can have each other because wow. now that's your headache. Mm-hmm. Then you realize, yeah, I just walked away from something that's so dysfunctional and toxic. And yeah, I'm and it's, it's one it. of those things where you you really have to love yourself enough to realize that that's not what love looks like. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so I, y'all can have. But that. that that that's probably the biggest thing. I mean, there's so much pressure in society as women. We all want to be perfect. You got people going to the plastic surgeons, getting all botched up, trying to, you know, be this standard of beauty. And your self-esteem is at an all-time low. I feel like it's a shift that. happening. Like, people, really are, people are, like, letting go of certain things. Like, the makeup is getting less. The, <laughs> the bodies is getting more. Like, look, this my this my role. <laughs> You're going to accept this unedited photo right yes. now. You know what I'm saying? It's a we shift happening because I, I think people are starting to say, you know, everybody's starting to look manufactured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so let's. Them big old, what you call it here, ant life booty? Oh, yeah, oh. bugs life Bugs life. Because everybody's oh, picking up on it. Yeah. Because when men start picking up on it now, it's a shift happening again. Men are like, real booties matter now. I'm saying the yeah. hashtag. Because they, they're, they notice. It's this starting not, to look crazy. It's starting too. to look it really ridiculous. Because it's lips. too much. It's overboard. Oh, my gosh. Looks Everybody look like looks like Kylie a Jenner. Yeah. Black China looks like there is a human trying to get out of her pants. She looks Shut uncomfortable. <laughs> she looks uncomfortable. <laughs> Every time she gets up. And that's the only reason why I even watched the show, China just, and Just Ryan. to look at her booty. <laughs> <laughs> to see, like, angles of her booty, like, Ma'am, it looks like you have you have it's kidnapped cheap. someone's child. <laughs> <laughs> Let you know them what? out. I'm curious to know, like, 
what are these booties gonna look like in ten years? They're, they're gonna look shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like so they might they sit down and just like... explode. Unless you're a Kardashian, Chris is not gonna let any of them look like shit. They're just gonna keep <laughs> going back to the doctor and yep. getting those re-ups. Best wishes, yes, wow. girl. But um, I just love the knowing because I just have been in those situations so many times. So back to the book, I used to date a guy a couple years ago, and it took me forever to get over him. Um, Sheesh. Oh, Lord have mercy. But That's the worst. He was doing like a Tiger Woods cheat on me, like a like just slanging, slanging, <laughs> slanging the slung to everybody in Houston. And when I found out, it was one of those situations where it was like, oh, my gosh. So last Thursday when I knew, I don't know why I knew, but I knew that you were cheating on me. I don't know what it was, but it was just like, why didn't he pick up the phone? Like, you know, how sometimes women just get I believe in women's intuition. Yeah. And every yeah, time my women's real. intuition kicked in. It was like when I found out how how much and how long he was cheating on me, each and every time I had that feeling, that's when he was actually cheating on me. I'm but at did, a you go, did you go search for it, though? Or, like, how did you find Girl out? Girl didn't even search. So what ended up happening, let me go back into my brain. So what ended up <laughs> happening was his friend, um, oh yeah, was <laughs> cheating. Was doing a tiger was cheat on his girlfriend, and I used to know that his friend would cheat on. Him. They were roommates, and he would always and line brothers. They would che- he would always cheat on his girlfriend, and I knew his girlfriend. And I just never said anything because it just I just didn't feel like it was my place. It wasn't my place to get all up in there. Yeah. So when I would go to Houston to visit my boyfriend, the dude would have his friend roommate would have a different girl over literally every night. I was like, oh my gosh, like you got to have something. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> so what happened was I would talk to his that was my boyfriend, and I would be like. So you live with this dude and you don't act like that. I just I just find it really hard because he always brings girls to the house like birds of a feather flock together. That is true. Mm -hmm. So um, he was like, no, I'm not letting on like that. Well, one day old dude, his roommate was cheating on the girl. He came to Atlanta. The girlfriend, his girlfriend called me and was like, Medina, he is saying that he's coming to the basketball game with you. And is this true? I just couldn't lie anymore. I was like, you know what? So listen, you got Valentine's Day plans. Yeah, me neither. Are you sleeping with somebody and you don't know if you're the side piece or maybe you are? You don't have to answer that out loud. But just listen, on February 15th, I am actually hosting a really cool event. It's going to be the first annual um, R&B edition of One Love, One Mike. So you can join me and DJ Black from Streets 94.5 at Josephine Lounge on Buford Highway. The tickets are only 10 bucks. If you're interested in the tickets, just make sure you shoot me an email at cocktails.atl at gmail.com and I'll get those tickets over to you. So just come out and enjoy the smooth sounds and a night of love. It's not true. He came out here to see this girl, this Asian lady named Candy. She's like, he shook him. And I just told everything. I was like, he's been cheating <laughs> he on you. It. He's been <laughs> cheating on you with her and I just can't lie anymore to you. Mm-hmm. She was like, she tried to like not believe it and da 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 da. Anyway, she ended up believing it. Well, she called me the next day. She's like, well, girl, since you were so honest with me. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm about to go to class. I'm ready for a great day. (laughs) She's like, well, since you were so honest with me and I just feel like you really helped me last night, I got to tell you something. I'm like, what's up, I'm just, I'm a shoulder to cry on. I'm not, I'm headed, I'm headed out. And you're not expecting anything. (laughs) Not expecting nothing. She's like, every time when I go to Houston to visit uh, and my boyfriend, who was my boyfriend, has a different girl over every night. Lord Mm. Jesus. He recently has been fucking with this married woman. He mm. ate her pussy in the parking lot, came <gasps> in and told me and my dude about it and was just bragging about it. And she said, and it just weighs on my, ch- it just weighs on my heart every time because you're such a great woman. Wow. 
your whole world. <laughs> my whole, I mean, I thought I was going to marry him. Like, mm. even to this day, sometimes I can't believe that he really did that to me. Like, I was like, wow. Like, not only could you have given me a mm-hmm. disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're having sex with a married woman who has children. And it, it was just one of these things where I was like, oh, my gosh, you really don't know people. Yeah. yeah. And that's the scary part. But the knowing, the whole, t- the, there was not the whole time, because he at one point he was a good guy. But the time when he started to cheat on me, that's when I started to get w- weird feelings, mm-hmm. and I would just be like, okay, he's saying I'm crazy. He's saying I'm tripping. But that happens. I feel like you know we feel that shift when it happens. We definitely feel great, the shift. Right? You have a great the shift happens. Right? <laughs> and it happens out of nowhere. You could just yeah. be sitting there and you're like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah, the you don't even pick your fork up, up like that. You never <laughs> picked your fork up like that. Since when did you start eating this? Why are you telling? me about this restaurant and you don't even be on that side of town who's stay on that side of town like yeah, right. because all, what's going it's, on? it's a high it's a high that's happening and, and everything is great and you guys are going out and everything is just real regular and then all of a sudden this something changes behavior changes mm-hmm. the shift whatever He's the not, phone calls are not like the you're same you're so freaking sloppy if you're gonna Sheesh. do it get it together <laughs> like you're not even doing it right so it's it's just disrespect on top of disrespect it gets me all upset but it's just dumb it's like do you not realize that women notice these things that typically men are creatures of habit they're gonna do the same shit all the time especially if you get a boring little bump on the wall yeah did y'all but that's that? the thing women are different we we will hide our stuff and because will we will make out. sure that Everything seems the same. They don't yeah, care. Yeah, because you, you have to act normal. But you did y'all do. see that Latoya Luckett video? Yes, what I video? love it. Yeah. I didn't she has a new video. What? Um, it's so good. Y'all. It's really good. It's eight I minutes. I haven't even heard. Eight. It's I, an eight minute video. It's like a it's little a short minute. Film. It's, it's like a, a short movie. film, and and she knew the whole time. Like their relationship was great at the beginning, and she knew the whole time. Like the best friend, the female best friend, had to be more. And uh-huh. it was, the I moment think it was a real story. Do you think it was her and her? I, I don't know because it's it's very like the timing. The timing oh, of it. Oh yeah, because she was married to yeah, that guy. The, the, the the relationship the stuff. But yeah. I just know in that that video. Um, where she paid attention to the hand gesture and like mm-hmm. that moment where everything slowed down. You look at how she's looking at him, how where her hand placement is, how they hug each other, what like everything that, changed. That's women, and I don't mm-hmm. think men. And, and he's trying to make her feel like she was tripping. Like, nah, mm-hmm. you know, this been my friend. Like, I've known her longer than you. Like, when the dude tries to flip it back on you, mm-hmm. uh-huh. something's up every time because something happened with my friend, something similar where she met her guy's best friend who was a girl. And she felt uncomfortable. She pulled her dude to the side and was like, I'm uncomfortable. And he pulled his friend to the side and and fixed it. Mm-hmm. That's how a man operates. But the moment that you say, I'm uncomfortable with something, he was like, well, you tripping? Right. That is when you need to just walk away. Exactly. Because that's that manipulative behavior to mm-hmm. make you feel like that you can't trust yourself. Exactly. And it takes the distraction off of the real issue, which is the fact that they cheating. You know what I mean? So it ain't nothing worse than when a dude really makes you feel crazy. And you really start <laughs> yes. like then you second and guess then you crazy. everything. Yeah, and then like, you start getting crazy. He's like, well, you know, you're just moving too quick. Wait. Wait, but we've been, been talking months. for a year. Uh, right. Wait. I don't understand. <laughs> am well, I how am I moving too quick? Kiki? There is, there is no man on this earth that will ever make me second guess my gut again or second guess myself. When you get to a point where you're so sure of yourself, mm-hmm. when you hear somebody speak against what you know, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, you got it. Right. I wish you the best. I Okay, so I'm very like a big advocate of like some type of therapy, something, a counselor, yes. any type of healing. And I met this new lady who just took me to another level. Mm. I wrote this book thinking I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. And she made me realize that 
I went into this meditation and everything came back from college in my ex and I was in tears. Really? And I was like, the fact that I cried means that there's still some hurt there mm-hmm. yeah. that I didn't know and some unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't forgiven him. And once I did, it released so much of a weight because you don't realize that when you were in high school and you met a guy and it's like, I like you, you like me, we like this food, we like to play video games <laughs> and we're together. Uh-huh. Now you date and it's like, Okay, so when was the first time that someone broke your heart? Okay, and did you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's a little go, bit more intense. It's, it's, yeah. it's a, definitely an interview process, and it's not as simple as I like you, you like me, because we're going into it fearful. Mm-hmm. Which, oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. it just it, it, it becomes really, harder as we become older because, because you, you have more with so much more. Yeah. yeah. So healing is so important because you can unpack that and really give somebody a fresh start and enjoy the moment. Mm. And so that's why I'm able to see. I swear, I don't know what happened. A transition happened where I'm like, all right, you're a liar. All right, you are a cheater. Okay, you are just a hurt individual. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I can see that date one. So mm-hmm. with, with you being so woke, as the, <laughs> our culture <laughs> says, yeah. are you Wide ever, um, is, it, is it lonely? Because I yes. feel like, okay. Absolutely. I, I'm so always what do think- you do when you're lonely? Um, oh. I make videos. On, on Instagram, phone. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I was watching your videos the other day. <laughs> I make, I, I when I, I drink a glass of wine mm-hmm. and I start singing and I know that's and right. dancing and enjoying me mm-hmm. because if you don't enjoy your own company, how can somebody else enjoy you? You know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, when we were supposed to have this, you know, fake snowstorm, I was like, do I call somebody to get right. snowed in with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that same thing. And then my best friend <laughs> called me like, you want to be my snow buddy? And I'm like, oh. yes. And we went to the grocery store, cooked all the junk food in the world watch insecure and you know yeah, it was a great good, it was a great weekend and, and yeah. we weren't even snowed in but we just treated it like we were um you so gotta, you got to be creative you know yeah. instead yeah. of just falling down to the i'm lonely which yeah, is hard and, though and, and you're gonna basically not to say that you can't just go and just like okay let me just have some random sex or whatever mm-hmm. everybody operates different but for me like i said peace of mind is everything and and the moment that i do have sex with someone it's like Okay, do I have STD? Who else are they sleeping with? Like, all of a sudden, all these thoughts come. And I'm like, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, You're so responsible. <laughs> you really are. Because I'm just like, <laughs> I just, because I drive, I drive, I think too much. The therapist I saw, she was like, most people's, you know, brain, like, moves like a hamster wheel. And it just goes, she's like, yours moves like a tornado. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. <laughs> but you're always ahead of the game. That's I mean, the, the if, good that, thing. if that works. But I, like I said, for me, I'm, I will burn some sage mm-hmm. and put on some oil. So do you, <laughs> I was burning sage all up and through my house. house. Yes. And, and I was like, oh, you know what? I had a little bit more negative energy. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and burn again. <laughs> Say my prayer. Because, yeah. So you are also Ooh. celibate. Man, it's real. Is it hard? Because I, Kira and I were talking about. I was like, yeah. do you think it's hard when you're celibate? Yeah. Can you still do self pleasure or no? Yes. It's not. What is included in your celibacy? I, okay, so I'm, um, I guess, an anom- anomaly in the fact that I've never masturbated. Wait, I know. I know. In Wait. your whole entire life. life, I know. I know. So, so I already know. I already know. I've heard it all. I, I'm I've never watched porn. I'm. Ah, I'm we not, asked that too. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm that person. And okay. it's okay. 
Okay. It's okay. I think maybe for me, I didn't open Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. And so it's not as... I should have uh, never opened that Yeah, because that's what I... <laughs> it's <laughs> not open ever <laughs> since. It's not as aggressive for me. I, I mean... And Wait I, a minute, because that was shade. <laughs> I just caught it. I just heard what Shay was saying. But so that's sorry. all right. Go ahead, Marsha. We're going to get Shay a little later. <laughs> no, but I just think, like, there are some things that I still have to explore. And I want to when I'm married. I want to be just full out. Mm-hmm. freak you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. I'll do those things later and so I don't feel like I missed out per se that might have a lot to do I talk about it in the book I was raped twice I was gonna oh. bring that and up so maybe that was just something that just kind of shut down for me like there was just I mean that makes sense you know it, it just wasn't a need mm-hmm. um yeah. so I don't I don't shame anybody that does whatever um I have a homegirl that has a book uh closed legs do get fed and, I'm gonna need to get oh, that. that. And yes. she's been celibate for like four or five years, and she does believe oh, wow. in that. So, I mean, to each their own. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not God, and mm-hmm. I'm not here to tell you, and I don't see a scripture that say don't do it. So, whatever. And and I just don't care that yeah. much. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think for each person, you need to know what fulfills you. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I was going into celibacy. Well, no lies. I went into it because I was heavy in the church, like almost cult like. It was like almost kind of scary. And you was one of them? I was one of them. I've been one of them. I was one of them. Yeah, like have you ever been one of them? No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was in there and um and like we had a big celibacy ceremony. Everybody wore white bought rings. Like it was like a wedding. I did that too. It was like a hundred of us. Is it like a purity ceremony? Yeah, it's a purity ceremony. And we had the certificate and pastor gave it to us. And I mean it's a full fledged commitment. So that's how I started. I realized quickly that ain't none of this shit promised. You know what I'm saying? Like the way that it's portrayed in the church, or I can't speak for all churches, but at least the ones I've been around, that if you if you do this, this is the result. Mm-hmm. And that gives you like a false sense of life in general. Yeah. And so I started to see all these people who were celibate before marriage and had like the crappiest marriages of all time. And or people who waited or were virgins or whatever. And that does not mean your marriage is going to be blessed. And I instantly like kind of woke up and realized that I'm not doing this for the right purpose. I'm doing this thinking that I'm going to get a man mm-hmm. instead of doing this for me. Right. And so perspective. two years in, it, my whole perspective changed. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is more like a fast. And I talk about it in the book. Um, I read that. Yeah, I did a 21-day fast with the church, mm-hmm. and I realized that our body just leads us in whatever we do. We hungry, we eat, we're horny, we have sex, and I, I'm like, we're more powerful than that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're spiritual beings first and foremost, and we can do whatever the hell we put our mind to, and there's some power in the thought, and there's power in words and, and positive thinking. And we might be stopping ourselves from greatness just because we let our body lead us every single day. There's no mm. discipline. We There's have no, no discipline. So, so for me, I was my thought about celibacy completely changed. And, and I say it in the book, abstinence is what happens to you on the outside. That's the physical part. But celibacy is a spiritual journey. It was a period of clarity, confidence, empowerment, self-worth, you know, just a whole bunch of things that I needed for me. And it made me listen to my spirit first. And my body lasts. Um, so how how long have you been celibate, girl? It's the wishiest, washiest journey of all. Time. <laughs> like, okay, it's a journey. I'm, just, I'm completely honest with it. Um, I've been celibate on and off. Pro- I would say my entire life because in between relationships, I wasn't, you know, that wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I actually decided to give myself to someone, 
it's been what 10 years I guess for me in my sexual history mm-hmm. um and everybody say you got to go through like your whole phase and get it out yes yeah <laughs> I mean you know seriously there was did a, you go was, through a phase like that yeah I went through like a summer where I was just like screw it you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying uh-huh. because literally literally no, <laughs> no, no seriously like screw it no because, pun intended <laughs> and I don't really talk about it much in general but I, I say that to say that I, I wish that there were more healthy conversations in the church for church people. You know what I'm saying? I wish there were more healthy conversations about sex instead of having to learn it on your own. Yeah, You know, yeah. they make it such a taboo subject or like it's just so dirty. I wish, I wish that the church, I wasn't raised in church, mm-hmm. um, but I go to church every now and then with my mom, but I'm I'm not a churchy girl. In the sense that I, I wish that they could just be more real. How yeah, you saying? that's like, Let's I'm have saying. a real open conversation. People make mistakes. People have sex. People get pregnant. People, I mean, let's just. But just be honest about it and don't <clears throat> give us this this rainbow star, you know, story of, you know, I didn't touch my, like, the pastors that are like, I didn't sleep with my wife before marriage. Well, talk about the crap, though. Like, y'all still went through it. Right. You know, don't, don't I feel make like it people like try that. to make every part of their lives seem so perfect, yeah. especially the people who aren't just church members, but your pastors and the people who are deacons and really involved or in leadership positions. And Mm -hmm. it's like you paint this picture like, okay, I gave my life to God. And so now I'm just doing everything right. And you guys are all messing up all the time and you need to stop so you can have this perfect life when everybody messes up. Everybody. And I I felt like if you would be more real, it would help us. Yeah. You know, because I remember being in church and everybody was looking at our pastor like, I want a husband like that. And I want to, in the middle, like, I want a wife like his wife. And I'm like, y'all don't know their dirt. You don't know Mm -hmm. their journey. You don't know their story. You don't realize that, you know. They're human. They're human. And and they they had their, I I mean, and when I got to know their story, I was like, boy, this is not what y'all talk about. Mm -hmm. Please, can we touch on this? Because this is the reality that we're dealing with. Right. Mm -hmm. I just recently saw a video that I thought was pretty interesting. And it was of um, some Christian um, young people who, who were, avid churchgoers and it was almost like they had a a, a negative perception of what sex is supposed to be you Mm -hmm. know and I have to stand up for my church um you know and my pastor who really taught us that sex is by God's design Mm -hmm. you know sex was intended to procreate sex was intended for For pleasure pleasure. between married couples or whatever the case may be but sometimes when we just talk about it negatively or like yourself, if you have like a negative experience, sometimes it, it, it becomes tough to really see the beauty even in Did that sex. happen for you with your neg- with being raped? Did you have for a minute were you like were you grown up when it happened? No, I was sixteen. Oh mm. man. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna be honest because everybody reacts different. And for me, when it happened, I played dead. You know, I tried to like act like I wasn't alive. Like, would that stop you? Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. no sound, no movement. Like, um, and I didn't admit it until 26. And oh, I told wow. my mom, and I told my best friend, and you know, they were all crying. Like, why didn't you tell me? You know, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't. You. Know, it happened. It, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But it took me 10 years to admit it to myself. Right. What it made me do was just shut down in that area completely like I had no there was no pleasure mm-hmm. you know it was I was doing it because I just thought that's just what you were supposed to do and mm-hmm. this is how you please a man but mm-hmm. I had no enjoyment from it at all mm-hmm. yeah so that was yeah. more so my because it's so taboo I'm this churchy kid mm-hmm. you know I'm supposed to be this example I'm like I cuss I do a bunch of stuff like <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm tired of being put in this box. And even me saying celibacy is a new normal is more so you don't look at people like a circus freak if that's their choice. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, let them do what they want to do. But don't put me in this churchy box because that's what it's associated with. Like, open your mind. Right. So if bit. y'all see me out turning up, don't be like, oh, but you. Uh-uh. And I, I, I feel like I'm too worldly for churchy folks and I'm too churchy for worldly folks. So I'm in this like, right <laughs> yeah, so I'm just in this lukewarm, as your grandma would say, because the devil going to spit you out if you're lukewarm. I ain't never <laughs> got time for that. I'm being me. Yeah. And there's no other freedom than being you. Like, there is something that's happening to me right now where I'm enjoying me and I don't really care who does or does not like it. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's what I love about our generation. Um, we're not like our parents. My mom always tells me, like, when they were kids, you didn't talk about stuff. If you got raped or you got molested, mm-hmm. you didn't talk about it. It was just like, Uncle Joe did this, and that. we're not going to talk about it, and no one's going to, especially with black people, we're not going to address it. We're I, just got, gonna- I, I was a grown woman. I'm named after my aunt, and I'm thinking my granddaddy was the father. Oh, I got so many stories. Like and that. I'm just like, so y'all just not going to. And that's how it was back then. But in our generation, it's like, we're very open. We're saying, if you don't fuck with me, all right, cool. If you're not with it, uh, this is what I'm going to do. This is how it's going to be. And oh, well. Like, Mm -hmm. I just love it. I love it. Um, I just love it. So you are dating. I'm open to dating. I ain't found nobody worth it. No, when you do (laughs) go on dates, where do you meet people at? Are you a tender or? And you live here in Atlanta still. Uh Okay. Um. I'm very, like I said, I'm very intentional. So we're going out. Mm. I'm not a big texter, so you're going to call me. But where do you meet men? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, where do I meet? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all asking, like, where you Uh, Well, I'm asking intently because I would like to know. I I got your back, Kiki. That's why I'm asking. Thank you, girl. I mean, sometimes going to the bar by yourself is pretty cool. Okay. You know, I've never done that. It's not, it works. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's pretty cool. Sometimes. I'm not saying that's where you meet the ideal man. Um, I go to things I like to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want to take myself to the aquarium, I'll take myself about, like, I, I have no problem with dating myself at this point. I did a whole mm. silly video about it, but I really will buy myself flowers, cook myself dinner. I like, saw it. You mm-hmm. know, I will do, I will set the mood for myself. I, yeah. Buy yourself something that you That's really want. I've been trying to do lately. It's it feels like weird initially. It feels weird initially, but then it's I like you like step into person. you do, you do, you feel crazy. Anything outside of your comfort zone is crazy. Why is my uncle calling? But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So so for me, um, like open mic events and mm-hmm. you know something that you like. If you if you want to go do hookah, if you want to go. I mean, now it's been the gym more than anything. And everybody trying to get a shake. Everybody a personal trainer. Everybody a personal trainer. Everybody a nutritionist. Everybody, right? <laughs> like, like girl. Listen. Sips on detox. Marsha, this is <laughs> so awesome. We we do um, advice segments, and we would love for you to uh, help us with that. With yeah, because she's so woke, y'all. <laughs> so we just have <laughs> listeners who email us questions, uh-huh. and they're different questions. Sometimes it's sex questions, and sometimes it's more relationship and dating stuff. They ask us crazy stuff. So we have a few questions. We're going to take a break. Okay. And when we come back, you can help us okay. answer these questions. All right, sounds good. Hey, everybody. Um, this is Medina from Cocktails Podcast. Um, we have a very important message, and we hope that we get your participation. Join us on February 18th. For the Atlanta Missions 5K run, thousands of other people will be in downtown Atlanta to run a race in the cold for those who sleep in the cold each and every night. Metro Atlanta alone is home to over 7,000 homeless individuals, people who face the dangerous condition of winter without a roof over their heads. These are the people we pass every day on the street and may not think twice about it. But as you get in your 
warm car to head to your centrally heated home, they're still on the streets, under overpasses, sleeping on cardboard boxes, if they're lucky, just to make cold hard concrete a little more bearable. Kiki and Shayla are joining me on this run, and we're asking you to join our team. Just go to the race.atlantamission.org to register. When you get to the site, search for the Cocktails Podcast team and sign up to run with us. If you aren't in Atlanta or just can't participate but would like to donate, you can do that online as well. And if you're not in position to donate or run, just be sure to pass the word along. For each person who signs up, that registration fee covers one night of shelter and services for someone who would otherwise spend the night in the cold. And now let's get back to the Before show. Move on, I watched this really crazy documentary on homeless women being on their periods, and it was so sad. Wow. Yeah. They struggle every month. You know, for five days, bleeding everywhere. They don't O-M-G. have tampons. I never like, even thought about I, that. I always wow. think about that. Right. And like, like, it's really like they get toxic wow. shock, shock syndrome from mm-hmm. like sticking like toilet paper up there. Like, oh it was like the gosh. craziest. I'll send y'all the documentary. Like, it's on like five minutes, but it was just compelling Sheesh. i want to do something around that too but go ahead sorry man marcia we would love if if you're in town on february 18th that's to saturday i will be that's my vacation yeah if you want if you're interested no, like down. sign up I'm i'll definitely. text you the i'll text you yeah. the um the link and just sign up run with us and man, i'm like, down definitely yeah. that's what three days before my birthday okay um and both of these are kind of dating questions so the first one I went with my guy to an event with another couple this weekend, this past weekend. He had promised for months that he wanted us to go to this event, and so we went. When we get into the event, it's crowded, and there are ticket. There's a kiosk that you can buy tickets right there, rather than stand in line and wait to purchase the tickets. Um, I guess it's like at the movies how mm-hmm. they do. Okay, so the other couple bought their tickets at the kiosk, so I went up to one as well. The tickets were thirteen dollars per person, so no big deal, right? Excuse me. No big deal, right? Sip on your cocktail. (laughs) Two minutes later, my boyfriend comes with the tickets he purchased, not realizing that I was getting them at the kiosk. Um, So they didn't talk to each other? Okay. Right. They weren't standing together? Okay, sorry. (laughs) I think he felt some kind of way because I just jumped in and took over. He didn't say anything, but later in a conversation with the other couple, that misunderstanding about the tickets came up. Question, if y'all are a couple, is it smart to recognize the strengths and weaknesses of each partner and capitalize on it? Or do you limit yourself to what each person can manage in the traditional role? Um, okay, I'm going to so, let y'all so answer before I answer. Let's let the, Marcia answer. The question yeah. really has nothing to do with the scenario. It really, I'm confused, um, too. It's a communication thing, It's a right? communication. So she's asking about something that has nothing to do with what she did. She doesn't realize that they should have, she should have communicated, hey, I'm about to go to the kiosk. I right. think that's I what mean, he's mad about. Like, that's exactly I, what he's I mad about. I would be mad too. You're, you're, I would too. Why, why are we buying four tickets and it's, what? Right. It's two of us. And it's unnecessary. You saw that the line was long, so Bitch, you knew I wasn't in the line. why are you buying the tickets? But I'm let saying, him if you, buy if, them. I mean, regardless if you let him buy it, say Just she would communicate it. Like, hey, babe, I'm about to, let's go. Let's. Why is this not yeah. a joint? But why did they not ride together? I'm, I'm just confused. I'm confused. <laughs> Ma'am, who are you? I'm confused how you hop out of line and just go to the kiosk without saying anything. Right. I like, know. Y'all, like, y'all were together. That that was. Is he making, blind? So I think you just uh, don't worry about the traditional roles and capitalizing on. Maybe she's saying he's slow a little bit. No, I but mean, you but, need but, to tell him if you don't want to wait in that long line 
or whatever. Or if you see that there's a kiosk and maybe he didn't notice it because it was crowded, say, hey, there's a kiosk. We can just walk right up and get the tickets. All she had to do was open her mouth. That's it. Yeah, girl. So talk to the man. So so I'll say her weakness is communication. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you figure feel like he has a weakness in these areas, now you need to communicate. Hey, let's do this. I mean, and it goes back to self identifying. Sometimes you want to point the finger at your mate, and you're the one who's really in the wrong. She didn't even recognize what she did. (laughs) Like you hopped out of a whole line. (laughs) She's never here. And now you mad at him? Girl, you're acting like Mary Jane, and you're gonna be lonely. You might have money, but you're gonna be lonely and he's going to leave you, so don't, I don't know. Okay, so the next one. Okay, this chick writes in, she says, I'm ready to end things with this guy. Do it. (laughs) And we're done. And we're done. (laughs) For a while now, we have been dating, but not exclusively. When I invited him over one day, he let me know that he used to date another woman who lives in the same complex. I didn't think anything of it because he made it seem like it was someone from the past. But... I threw a going away party for myself recently, and one of my other friends told me. <laughs> Wait, and this is her man? Her, her boyfriend? This is somebody she's dating. They're I'm not sorry. together. They're I'm not so exclusive, sorry. but they're I'm dating. So but she threw a, a going, going away, away party for, for herself. herself. We need to send her no girlfriends. Uh, okay. right. She threw a going away party Girl, for herself recently, and one of her other friends told her. That he's, well, let me read it like his wrote. But I threw a going away party for myself recently, and one of my other friends told me that he saw my guy walking out of a nearby apartment. Obviously, it's the other woman's, and obviously, he didn't really end things with that woman. I want to let him know that I know and end things, but I also don't want him to think that he can just get away with it. But I don't know what to say. Help. It was so what? lengthy. Man. <laughs> so she wants to end things with this guy and let him know that she knows that he's still seeing this woman. I'm just hoping that she but listened to this whole entire episode because that is basically what we just talked about. Just, just, Girl, just end say it. it. I don't think that but you I have mean, to even let him know that's all what I was about the to details. Say. That's, You're unless not y'all live together. You know, just say, you know what? I think our time has expired. I mean, there is no explanation Thank needed Thank you for in that. the experience. Yeah, the experience was great. <laughs> Or not. Yeah, but you know what? She I mean, let's let's play devil's advocate. She doesn't really have any concrete proof. There isn't any concrete proof, but girl, she doesn't but need there's it. women's intuition. Like, I don't think okay, you always okay. need to I'm have so, something. I'm so hard. confused. You're with somebody, you're dating, and you're throwing yourself a going away party, which means you're leaving anyway. Yeah, that was the weird part. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Bye, so, girl. She's Bye. coming back. Where okay. is she? Why is she I know I know who this person is that wrote the letter and she's coming back. She's leaving for a few weeks for a class. Oh, so okay. I does she if she, okay, honestly, okay, let me stop. Honestly, let me not let the, the one training. I, <laughs> I would say if she really does care about him, because sometimes mm-hmm. you really do like someone and you do want to know what happened or get the truth and have them be honest and maybe maybe something was going on. Maybe somebody was watching his but dog she, and he had to go drop the dog off to right. get babysat. Girl, but like, I mean uh, like okay. well what <laughs> other behavior did he have? You know? Okay, it's but it's not about what behavior she or he had. She wrote a letter, which means there is a feeling that she has to even write this letter. Mm-hmm. So she really likes him. That's what we're saying. No, what no, I'm saying really, is she has a gut feeling already. I think really that her, she does want to leave, but it's the question is more so about what should she say to um, this person? I say, say what it just, is. I don't think you even need to do all I that. I don't either. 
just let him know, you know, I'm good on this. Um, but see, I would not be cool with that if that happened to me. I'm just saying from a, the opposite perspective. I want to know, like, I'm that type of person who needs to have closure and understand, like, what's going on. You know what I mean? So I feel like why not just have a conversation of this is why I feel the way that I feel. Because that's that, she's that's not trying giving, to stay. That gives somebody the opportunity to turn it on <laughs> right. you. You know, a lot of people are, this is just people in general, they're really good at deflecting and not making mm-hmm. the guilt be on them. So even if he's in the wrong, he's not going to admit it. And yeah. he's going to make her feel like she's tripping. So instead of going down that little mind fuck. And she starts you know, the, the letter saying. Medina. You look a little conflicted. The first like, line in the letter name? says. Did she give us her name? Mm-mm. Okay. The first line of her letter says, I'm ready to end things with this guy. Oh. Like she knows that she wants to end it. It's just what does she need to tell him to let him know that I know what's going on. You mm-hmm. didn't. You weren't slick. I feel like she should say exactly that. Like, look, Tyrone. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not about to be doing this. I don't have time. I'm leaving in a couple of weeks. I'm. I'm just done. But even if she's yeah. wrong, just say. If even if she says that and she's completely wrong, at least she has the confidence of knowing she said it and just yeah. keep it moving. Right. You know, and and his reaction will determine if he's guilty or not. Yeah. True. Okay. Well, okay. those are those are the questions, and um, we can do our cocktails. So, the cocktails, because we didn't do them the first two weeks of the year, just a little reminder, the cocktails is just a quick little something that happened with us and some raggedy-ass nigga, or maybe he wasn't raggedy, I'm sorry, I'm just speaking on myself, think of a good story. I'm going to tell you guys about the time that I tried to end having sex um, with this guy, which is basically the story of my life. Um, So, there was a time when I was dating this guy, and I was just like, you know what, he ain't shit. He wasn't shit from the beginning, and he ain't never gonna be shit. Yeah, he's cute, but so are the rest of these niggas I've been fucking and wasting time with. Why not go get another one of them, you know? Like, I have to end things with him. So, you guys, I got my words together. I was in the mirror practicing my speech because I felt like I needed to say something. It couldn't be like a ghost situation because we had both done that to each other in the past, and it didn't work. We always came back. It was just like two raggedy ass magnets coming together like we just did not bring out the positive in each other a couple two years ago on new year's day we were chasing each other um through midtown like in the street literally in the street and he had my purse for like two months and i had to get a new car like it was just a lot of mess so i get all my words together and I was just like, I need, I'm calling him. He's not answering. So I should have stopped right then, right? No, nope. never do. So I decided to keep going. I was like, I'm about to find him because I have some things that I need to say. And he's going to listen because it took me a long time to get here. And I'm going to tell him how I feel so I can have my closure and I can move on. Right? So I'm feeling all big and bad. I get dressed up. I get cute. I go down to the bar where I know I can find him. And surely... I get this feeling, this really uneasy feeling, like what you talked about earlier. So I should have known to get my black ass up and go Yellow. home. Shut up. So- <laughs> <laughs> to, to go home, but I didn't. So I'm getting there. Y'all, I started sweating. My armpits were sweating. Like, I, the perspiration was real. I tried to get up to go to the bathroom and, like, get myself together because I was like, I'm going to be stuttering. Like, you can't tell somebody off if you stuttering. Like, it's just like, bitch, get your words out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you guys, I fell out of the chair. 
at the bar. There were chairs like this. Like I tried to get up to get out. I was like, you got let me out. Like my friend was there because I needed some backup just in case things got crazy. I was like, girl, move. I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta get myself together. I fell out of the seat and I like fell slow and dramatic. And I was just like sinking in between the seats. So he came in, he was like, Kara, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get your ass up. Are you drunk? And I was just like, fuck, I can't give my speech today because I started off all wrong. So long story short, I ended up having sex with him that night. And so the moral of the story is I suck <laughs> at ending things. And um, that's still something that I'm working on. So I'm going to read No Girlfriends Allowed. Yes. Girl. And work on that. Okay. Yes. So what's what what's a good story you guys can remember? Oh. <laughs> well, we were you know, together for a very long time. And it was just the no. I, yeah. I, I feel like I knew, you know what yeah. I mean? And I kept telling him, but, you know, it was just that part of my heart that just didn't want to let go of the friendship that I had with him. And so we're constantly in this web and we're constantly Where were you back living? and forth. Back in Ohio. Okay. And so I literally was at an event and he randomly just would pop up at events things that i know i didn't tell him you know that i was gonna be oh so this was like a hln forensic (laughs) files (laughs) lifetime movie um you know it was but i mean it was really genuinely that he just loved me that much but it was it was too much and it was toxic attraction yeah it was toxic and he knew it and um, I ended up, you know, deciding to to make a move uh, to New York to really just separate myself because that's cold. I, I, into New York, about into New York. Yeah, I just needed a fresh start. And the crazy thing is, is like he was with me when I went to New York, but I knew we needed to be apart. Ooh. And and he's married now. He has a child. He's he's happy. So I mean, it's just like we were not meant to be, and I needed to get away from that situation. Mm. Speaking mm. of getting away from situations, that brings me to my cocktail. Okay. <laughs> What's yours? Ooh. So, this was uh, met somebody on Peter Street. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I want shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I met him, and he used to always come in. He was one of my regulars, and uh, I was a bartender, just so it doesn't sound like right, I was a prostitute. I was say, <laughs> right. <laughs> Regular what? <Wait. laughs> always come in we became really good friends um he comes we got kind of close like even though if you've never been like a server or a bartender i feel like you don't understand like you can really get close to people that come in and see you every fucking day and they tell you their whole whole story you know they're getting a divorce like just it was a situation like that and so he comes in one day we we had hung out outside of work on a friendly basis but we were Mm -hmm. we were both attracted to each other and um so he asked me one day you know you know that girl i always come in here with like she's just my friend but sometimes we have sex do you want to have a threesome with us and i was like oh, oh like bruh, my shit ain't even over here bruh. Like, <laughs> i was like okay i was like well okay she was a jamaican girl and i've always heard like negative things about jamaican people in general i'm so sorry if you're a jamaican man like i was <laughs> down with your man like i love my marley man okay but so she was a jamaican woman and um she kind of had an attitude and i was like well um are you sure she wants to do this? Because she seems, she kind of seems like she has an attitude towards me. And I don't want to get beat up. Like, so yeah, just right. like that's a, a vulnerable position. <laughs> right. So he's yeah, like, no, nah, we're good. He's like, when you get off work, just come to my house. Here's the code. It's about to go down. And you really went. Girl, let me finish oh my, my cocktail. I'm still sipping. <laughs> so, so he's like, just come over when you get off work. I was like, okay, you know, I get off at like one o'clock in the morning. He's like, okay, yeah. 
get there. I get to his place, put in the coat. I just go upstairs because I'm like, we about to get it's about to get popping. Like I'm at this point in life, I hadn't had a threesome yet. Mm-hmm. So, this was your first threesome. Well, let me get there, Shayla. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is intriguing. So I I get up there and he's like, "Well, I'm." It's so hard to tell stories when you're trying to purposely leave out names. Yes. He's like, she fell asleep, so it's just gonna be me and you. Wait, no. I was like, okay, cool. I was attracted to him. He was attracted to me. We hung up before. I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is when I was young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> so he's like, um, so it's just gonna be me and you. So we st- he puts on like a little some little soft music but ratchet music and we start kissing and like it's like fun this is like back in my wild days we start kissing the next thing i know the jamaican girl is coming down the stairs she's like who the fuck is your dude what the and i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna get beat up she's throwing paintings (gasps) off of the wall she's getting pots and and he's like kind of blocking me so i'm like okay i am in danger did you tell her what was actually gonna (laughs) did you tell her what was going on or is this like a shock because i thought that originally if we were having a threesome and she fell asleep she should have known that like something was gonna happen anyways Mm -hmm. he ended up having to like put her in like a pretzel twist and like i had to run out the door (gasps) and that was my cocktail i'm so glad that you came on the show and we really really like let us know let our listeners know where they can keep up with you at um everything is no girlfriends allowed instagram facebook no girlfriends allowed um no girlfriends allowed.com for that's my where website. you buy the book yeah you can buy the book there or amazon mm-hmm. bars and nobles hopefully itunes one day when they accept my tax information <laughs> but um yeah so that's pretty much it but no girlfriends allowed across the board Okay, so make sure you just look at the description of the show um, so that you can see all of the links to check out Marcia's book, No Girlfriends Allowed, and to keep up with everything that she has going on. Remember to get your tickets for the R&B thing and to sign up for the homeless um, 5K. It's on February 18th if you're in Atlanta. If not, donate anyway. People right. out here cold. You can, all right. And it could until, be. <laughs> this is oh. so cute. Until next week, thank you guys so much for listening.